I'm not really praying for someone who will love you, though obviously I want them to love you. I'm praying that you'll find someone who loves the Lord sincerely, mm-hmm. genuinely, because if they love God, they will love you. Mm-hmm. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. And our special guest today is Stuart Sanders, pastor of Tomball Bible Church here in North Houston. As always, we invite you to leave a comment for us, and then we get to know your thoughts as we address these important issues. So pastor, if I'm a single Christian male, and I desire to be married, or maybe I'm interested in somebody either at college or at church, how would you counsel me to pursue a Christian lady? You don't, you don't compromise what you believe in order to have a relationship with a person. So that's one of the first things I would say. You need to measure uh, any relationship you desire by the standards of Scripture. So we know, 1 Corinthians 7, that a believer can marry anyone they want, only in the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who knows Jesus Christ, you have fellowship with them. Uh, what fellowship does Christ have with Satan? What mm-hmm. fellowship does a, does a believer have with an unbeliever? <clears throat> so right away, my standard is going to be, uh, I'm not gonna date someone who doesn't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Second, I, I've gotta understand what's most important, um, even in the marriage relationship. Um, and that is someone who loves God genuinely so that they'll have the capacity to love me. And um, in the same sort of way, I'm going to love them out of my love for God. So I've told my kids, you know, I've, I have four children, we had four children all in adulthood now. We told them as they were growing up, I, I would say to them, I'm not really praying for someone who will love you, though obviously I want them to love you. I'm praying that you'll find someone who loves the Lord sincerely, mm-hmm. genuinely, because if they love God, they will love you. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they you know, walk faithfully with Christ. So sometimes I think our young people in our churches, um, they get really caught up on things that are, are secondary in nature yeah. um, instead of thinking about what's primary in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who's gonna love God and I can serve the Lord together with them. I'm not ruling out the idea that you find the person you're gonna marry attractive. Sure, of course. <laughs> right? yeah. um, that you have things in common. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing how, how those things change over time anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you marry someone that you think is beautiful. There's no guarantee that our uh, you know, temporal beauty is going to remain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking about First Peter 3, where a godly woman is taught to win her husband through her godly behavior mm-hmm. and to set her attention on the imperishable beauty of a gentle mm-hmm. and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. So even there, a woman is taught to put her yeah. attention on internal beauty, spiritual beauty. So if she's to put her attention there. How about the guy who's gonna marry her? (laughs) Is his attention there? Mm -hmm. So look for someone who's beautiful in the Lord, for someone who loves Christ and is gonna love you. Uh, And don't be so picky. Don't be so picky. (laughs) And and don't, don't, let's look inside the church too. So it's always amazing to me. You've got like 20 singles in the church and they're all praying to find someone to marry. (laughs) (laughs) And I I wanna say, look around the singles room, right? right? I mean, they're not married, they're not married. So. How about go out with each other mm-hmm. and, and explore that? One, one final thought. Uh, 
I think for that to happen in churches, we've got to sort of, sort of lower the expectations and the pressure also. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the reason why young men and young women don't want to go out with each other in the church is because there's this immediate expectation of marriage. Yeah. Yeah. They can't even yeah. get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just lower the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I ask you to coffee, it doesn't mean I want to marry you. <laughs> it means I want to go to coffee. Yeah. And let's get point. to know each other yeah. better. Yeah. But, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. It's good. Stuart, in this, this is sort of a Tinder app culture that we, yeah. that we live in where dating uh, over a long period of time or maybe dating multiple people yeah. is just accepted and, and really ex- uh, expected yeah. know, before you actually find the one. Yeah. As Christians are often you know, uh, mm-hmm. saying, that that you will marry is that a biblical ideal to date many people until you find the one? Yeah, I think the the conventional wisdom over the over the decades has been the idea of of joining and unjoining, and are you teaching your yourself divorce by dating and breaking up and dating and breaking up all the time? I, I, we can put methodology to bed, and let's just look at the principle behind that. The, the, you're starting from a flawed principle that I'm looking for someone who will make me happy. Yeah. And so that's why I run through the carousel hmm. because you, uh, you made me happy, but then you stop, so now I'm gonna go over here. And so then when you find someone who just you seems like supremely makes you happy, then you marry them. And then now you're just waiting for when she doesn't or when he doesn't. And so that, that the carousel dating, not that if you've ever dated more than one person that you're somehow you know, broken beyond repair and you can't marry anybody now, because mm-hmm. uh, I think we can swing too far the other way to where you do pressurize. You have, if anybody shows any interest, then that's courtship and that leads to marriage. And then you, so you better not like taking the first step is, is paralyzing. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, we can be too libertine on the others and say, oh, just run the gambit. No, there's discretion. And then mm-hmm. the, so the second thing I'd say is there's wisdom. And that we, in the Tinder culture, and even just kind of in the, maybe the more millennial culture, is we have privatized that, that relationship is private to me. And so if I, if I have godly Christian friends, and I have a godly, uh, Christ-exalting, gospel-centered church, and I have, hopefully, prayerfully, a godly parents or older influences, a Paul in your life, mm-hmm. I am somehow keeping my dating ideas separate from all of them. Mm-hmm which violates the wisdom of Proverbs that in many counselors, mm-hmm. there are good decisions. Mm-hmm. And so instead of keeping it privatized on your phone and some app or just me, I don't want to tell anybody, why aren't you involving the, the church, the, the greater body of believers in this yeah, okay. colossal decision of marriage yeah. or of, of potential marriage? I want to know everybody's thoughts and wisdom as they pursue the Lord that they might be able to see something that I'm blind to. Because uh, you don't ever want to be in a position where you're, you're dating someone and you're, all your friends don't like that person. And that person, you know, doesn't go to your church, doesn't believe like you. But now you have this emotional connection and the blinders are up. And so why would I involve that on the front end? Why would I save myself heartache on the front right. end? Pastor, how do you know who is the one? Where's the decision-making part, the human responsibility in making decisions, and then knowing that this is actually God's will? Yeah, to make it practical, I like, I like what Stuart said in terms of not privatizing. I think it's a good idea. I mean, first of all, you don't you don't date anyone that you wouldn't want to marry. That's sure. a, that's a good place to begin mm-hmm. from the standpoint of character. Absolutely. When I was a youth pastor years ago, you know, <laughs> back when people were dating wagons, um, you know, I would tell young people, I would say, look, you're not in a position to date until you have worked out for yourself a set of principles from the Word of God. I mean, there's no verses that are gonna deal with dating, but a set of principles about yeah. the kind of person that I want to spend my life with. 
You've worked out a set of principles from the Word of God that you won't compromise, even if it means you don't have any dates. So if you're not willing to lose dates to uphold those standards, you're not ready to date. You'll compromise somewhere else. Yeah. Um, once that's in place, it really does become a matter of desire. Do you desire to spend the rest of your life with this person? But it's, it's wise. Go to your parents. They know you very well. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this person? Uh, go to your siblings who also know you well. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this person? Go to mature saints that you yeah. know in the church. Uh, let me tell you about this person. Um, but above all, we're looking to the Lord. Uh, I'm smiling because my wife was the second woman I ever dated. <laughs> um, and I asked her to marry me on the second date. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, so, the so there you go. There's the way to do it right there. That's how you do it. Uh, not. That's not the way you do it. And so, mm-hmm. so, and now we, you know, we're married 34 years yeah. and love each other with all our hearts. We're, we're looking to God, just like raising children. Uh, we're dependent on Him. We don't knowingly, Jack and I were very young in the faith also when we were dating. We didn't know a lot. So we don't knowingly violate his word. We take those principles to heart. We're not going to violate them or compromise them. And then if I desire to marry this person and they're in the Lord and their character is godly, I'm free to marry them. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 7, as he was talking about um, widows, she can marry anyone she wants uh, only in the Lord. And so, so that's the standard. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. Now you can find all of our social media channels at our website, straighttruth.net. And so don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. You can also find us in the podcast feed of your choice if you would like the audio-only version of this podcast. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org. Thank you.